You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge on News Talk 1290, News Talk 1290KOIL.com, and the News Talk 1290 mobile app. Once again, here's Sean McGuire. And welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. We've got a great uh, set of uh, things to cover, cover to cover this segment here uh, on the show. And uh, this is the second episode of our 10-part benefits series that is going to be giving you, the consumer, tools that you need to make the right selections in the upcoming open enrollment season. And we've got uh, Stuart Sloanen on the line. Also, Brian here in the studio. Brian, good morning. Greetings, Sean. We get to talk about my favorite governmental program today. Medicare. A lot of people like it. A lot of people are on it. 10,000 people a day. Stuart Sloanen is the president of SIG Consulting. He's a contributor here on America's Healthcare Challenge. And um, Stuart, uh, I'm going to start with you. Uh, Healthcare costs for seniors in 2017. Big issue all the way around. How are the numbers looking so far? Well, it's another one of those scary segments, uh, Sean. Uh, the cost for seniors, like everything else in the healthcare uh, space, is going to go up. It's going to be substantial. Um, the majority of retirees, okay, will purchase policies to cover Medicare deductibles and copays that would otherwise be paid out of pocket. Uh, expenses without uh, some type of help, without a policy. Currently, it's $1,260 for a hospital visit and $147 for Medicare Part B, plus a 20% copay for most services. So, you know, the, the, the numbers are going up. They're going to be up substantially. Medicare and Medicaid laws that, that began in 1965, over the last 50 years, Healthcare cost inflation has averaged well above six percent. Uh, any, even in some cases, exceeded ten percent at times. Uh, the U.S. Department uh, actuary projected that Medicare inflation is going to continue about six percent for the next decade. Wow. And that's going to vary between five and seven percent for at least the next eight years. Yeah, uh, you know, from my perspective, there's lots of different ways that, you know, seniors kind of get their their health insurance. And the the basic one is just Medicare Part A and B, which uh, can be an 80-20 split or the enrollee pays 20% of the cost. And those those individuals specifically are going to feel kind of feel the burn uh, year over year on their medical costs. And the carriers uh, that are that are providing the, the products as well. Uh, we'll, you know, have to pass those costs on to consumers as well. So we are seeing, um, you know, on, on the advantage side, uh, out-of-pockets are, are, are increasing uh, quite a bit, and they're having to reduce some of the added benefits that are built into those policies. Uh, just a, a few of the things, and they're, you know, getting ready to release their plans for 2017. So we're, we're kind of like whole, you know, getting our fingers crossed uh, for this for this coming year to see what they're going to look like. Yeah, this is a, a big issue also for, for Americans as, as taxpayers because Americans are picking up the majority of the bill for Medicare beneficiaries, and if health care costs continue to be going up, without question, it's going to have to leave uh, lead to uh, some higher taxes down the road as well. Stuart, do you see these numbers slowing down anytime soon? No, I think it's really important, as you say, to take a deep dive and see where they're occurring and where they're going to, you know, uh, be uh, coming from. Uh, on the premium side, 21% is coming from hospitals, doctors, and tests. 
Uh, 12% is coming from prescription drugs. 33% is coming from supplemental premiums. And 5.1% uh, is coming from dental uh, premiums. As far as the out-of-pocket side of the ledger, hospital and doctors and tests cost 4.1% uh, of that uh, increase. Prescription drugs out-of-pockets are 4.7%. Hearing and vision is 157 And the dental out-of-pockets is 3.2%. Uh, again, this is where the costs are coming from. This is where the inflationary aspect of premiums and costs are going to be for that Medicare uh, you know, person. Do you have any suggestions for for people that are that are out there listening, guys? That um, you know might be be hearing this and saying, "Well, what, what's going to happen? I'm on a fixed income right now with Social Security. Are there any options out there that they might need to be aware of?" Well, the thing is this: um, you have to take a look at the total costs. In other words, what are the costs uh, going to be, and how it's going to affect this particular person? Um, for people, a healthy 65 year old is going to have approximately $144,000 of, of monies required to fund these expenses. For a female, obviously with a, with a longer lifespan, you're looking at about $156,000. So what is the actual cost, which is the way we started this conversation? Those costs are going to range, depending upon where the person is in the country, anywhere between four and $600 a month, depending upon what type of plan you know, that they select. But those are the hard costs, Sean, that they're going to be looking at. Right, and I, I think a lot of people don't even realize that those are those are coming. They think when once they're going to get on Medicare, those those uh, benefits are going to all be covered. Don't you think that? Yeah, you know, medical costs used to be kind of a side issue when you were looking into retire, and now it's becoming a, a big issue because seniors, uh, you know, even if they start their retirement out fine later later on in their retirement, they're living longer. They're 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 spending more, you know, of their of their money on healthcare related expenses, um, and so I I, I I talk with seniors that are on uh, fixed incomes, and unfortunately sometimes you, you you're going to pay somehow either you're going to pay the premium for a good supplement plan or on an advantage plan if you do end up uh, getting sick you're going to pay more out of pocket. So uh, for me, uh, as far as advising. Uh, individuals on decisions. It's a question of fixed versus variable costs and where you see your life going in the next few years. Right. Right. Stuart, anything else to add on, on this point? Uh... No, I, I think we need to get to the next portion of this in terms of, um, you know, signing up for Medicare, the steps to take, right. uh, you know, so we can get into the aspects of you know, what do they have to do? What are they facing? What are the challenges they're going to have? And how do they meet those challenges? Okay. So if you want, I'd, I'd like to start with that. Okay, let's go go right down to it. Um, what does somebody need to do? Uh, they're about to turn 65. What's step one? Okay. The federal uh, government program provides a specific seven-month enrollment period for Medicare Part A and B that's centered around their 65th birthday. Uh if they miss the window of opportunity, they're going to pay uh, increased premiums for the Medicare Part B portion for the rest of their life. This is substantial. Um, Medicare Part A covers hospitalization. Medicare Part B covers doctor visits, tests, and therapies. Uh, most people uh, do not pay a premium for Part A. Part B usually carries a premium uh, with individuals or couples with higher incomes obviously paying more. 
when people are required to sign up for both parts at 65, they can postpone use, uh, using Part B. Some do that because they don't want to pay the premium and may have better or less expensive insurance from another source, possibly an employer plan. Uh, the penalty is an extra 10% tacked on to the standard Part B premium for every year after 65 that the person did not enroll. You know, and this could be substantial. So, so if somebody uh, was uh, 67, for example, they would pay a 20% premium on, in addition to what they would have if they signed yep. up when they were 65? Yeah, and just to give you what happened this year, about 750,000 Medicare recipients paid uh, a late enrollment fee this year uh, and on average, the penalty increased their premium by 29%. Hmm. Some groups are exempt from uh, Part B penalty, most notably workers and their spouses who have employer coverage and they, did, and, and they want to keep rather than go to Medicare. There are also less common examples, such as uh, for people with end-stage renal disease. However, even those that think they might be exempt should check with Medicare or Social Security which handles Medicare's premium collection. That's really important. Mm. And I'll add, you know, if there are many seniors now, uh, you know, they're working even after they've reached, you know, 65, uh, or even if they're on uh, disability and under 65, they can qualify uh, for Medicare. But there's, there's two main things uh, that you should look into on your uh, employer plan uh, when you turn 65 or when you become eligible, eligible for Medicare. Uh, the first is you need to look at your uh, prescription drug card on your group plan and define if it's credible or non-credible. Because if it is a non-credible plan, which means it's not as good as what the base Medicare plan would pay, you can actually start incurring a penalty for not enrolling in a, in a Part D plan, even if you're already covered under your employer. So there could be a, a hidden penalty kind of building with you. So that's the first one, credible or not credible on the drug card. The next thing that you need to look at is which is primary uh, because on some small employers actually uh, Medicare is primary and on large employers or employers over 20 then on those plans the plan is primary so if you're on a plan on a small employer and you don't enroll in part B it can be even if you're enrolled in the health plan when you turn 65 it could actually be like you're not covered at all so it's important to, to define those two things for yourself um, the other thing that we can talk about as far as what you need to do is there's a lot of issues and a lot of questions in regards to younger spouses. And when you when you get off the group plan or when you're on Medicare, uh, employers and things like that. So it's important to talk with a, a professional that can look into your specific situation uh, because there's there's a lot of different, uh, you know, positions that you could fit in. Right. Stuart, one of the things you brought up was high earners for high earners. And this has been... From a policy-making standpoint on, on, on their radar a lot of time, because I think that's face the facts. Like you said, the trustees uh, said recently, and I, I wrote a blog about this uh, last month, the solvency for the Medicare program has been downgraded a couple of years. And one of the ways that policymakers were looking to combat that was charging higher income people more. Uh, can you explain a little bit more about that, Stuart? Oh, yeah. That's the freight train that's coming down the road, and it's coming down the road this year. Uh, and it will increase, you know, through 2018 and 20, it'd be very severe. For example, uh, for those people that are earning in excess of $85,001 uh, and couples that are earning in excess of $170,000,
their their costs are going to jump from fourteen hundred ninety three dollars, depending upon income now, for those above two hundred fourteen thousand, to four thousand seven hundred seventy five dollars a year. So yeah, the the, the premium increase are are going to be substantial. Uh, for example, those that are paying the standard one hundred twenty one eighty a month for Medicare Part B would be charged one hundred forty nine dollars a month in two thousand seventeen. You know, and those numbers are just going to continue to increase, increase, increase. So, what looks like to be three or four hundred dollars is going to be between four and five hundred dollars as this uh, transgresses on down through 2018. It's going to be severe. Oh, and I so think Medicare Medicare covered 55 million people last year, uh, and and it's expected to to include 58.7 million uh, people in Part B as we move to 2018. So more participants, higher costs. Again, it's all, all, it's all going to be uh, income adjusted. Mm-hmm. So it's basically people, higher income earners earning a little bit more. Um, let's take a time out and then we'll, we'll come back. I want to continue. I want to look at um, number one, if we're moving towards a premium support system, that, that's still on the agenda, but also I want to uh, see if uh, get a little bit closer look at um, healthcare costs and retirement decisions because uh, this is the really struck a chord already, uh, Stuart. This is a, a major issue that you just identified. I think a lot of people out there listening right now are affected by it. So we want to take a time out and get our things prepared for you at any point you would like to call 402-342-1290. We'd be happy to answer any of your questions. By the way, this show is called America's Healthcare Challenge. This is part two of our 10-part series, giving you the tools you need as a healthcare consumer to make your appropriate benefit decisions. And we'll be back right after this. <laughs> 